Have you ever wanted to host a podcast but didn't know where to start? Anchor is here to help. With built-in recording and editing tools, Anchor has everything you need to get your podcast off the ground. The Anchor app lets you record or edit from wherever you are. You can record with people remotely and you can add songs from Spotify or the Anchor audio library right into your episodes. The best part about Anchor, in my opinion, is that they will distribute your episodes for you. The reason why you can listen to my podcast is because Anchor took care of the publishing. If you're looking to get started in the world of podcasting, visit anchor.fm. No, wait, close. I have to live vicariously through all my friends. View. There. So this is what you would see. Yes. If you found me on him, this is what you would see. My profile is so good. Yes. And and I'm so good. You've got your social cause (laughs) to care about right here. So nobody trifles with you. I used to, when I was on Bumble back in the day, I used to have Baldies and Republicans need not apply. (laughs) But then I felt like that was kind of rude. So I took it off. But also it's kind of funny. But like, okay, Sorry. <laughs> so very like, look, at you have chosen great pictures. I yes. know, <laughs> I know. And every most day, irrational fear. Oh, <laughs> can I read it? Yeah, read it out loud. Driving over a wide speed bump and getting stuck on top. It's true. <laughs> what if? Because think about it for a moment. <laughs> Your tires are not touching the street on either. If if it's one of those really <laughs> wide ones, your tires aren't touching the street. They're just on the speed bump. So if the speed bump is is <laughs> just that much too long, what if my tires are just dangling on either side of the speed bump and I get stuck? And my rational fear is <laughs> the um the roller coaster harness coming up on me. Yes, yes, yes. So it's that's yeah. why it's a rat. I know that's not going to happen because yes. there are people who get paid lots of money to make sure that doesn't happen, and they're civil engineers. But what if that? But what if it does? What if it does? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the best boy family. This is great. This is cl- no. You have a wide <sighs> array of pictures. You've got some goofy pictures. So- You've got some serious pictures. You've got oh some very professional pictures look i get a really good idea of who you are thank you i don't know how you're pulling the people that you are same you know like not saying that they're terrible it just means that like it doesn't seem like they it they would be compatible (laughs) as far as what you've written on here (laughs) yes i agree Welcome back to the pyramid, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. My name is Amanda. I'm your host every single week. I have with me a friend, a fellow theatrical, artistic human being, Meredith Daniel. What's up? Hey, everyone. Oh, I said your last name. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Eh, That should be fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's. I've had other podcasts with my name is Meredith Daniel. So oh, okay, good, good. My name good. is Meredith Daniel. Everyone, just, <laughs> just to be clear, just just for clarification. <laughs> um, so okay, before we get into the episode, uh-huh. I have lots of questions. Yes. Um, the first being, what is your experience with the arts in general? You and I know each other through artistic mm-hmm. things. Yes. But you and I are also both people who've been doing artistic things since the you know, the day we were born. So what do you want to, you know? Yeah. So I've, I've been 
doing artistic things, mostly acting. I'm not really artistic in any other form um, since I was like fifth grade. And then I don't know. I've just been an actor and occasionally director, but mm-hmm. mostly acting and teaching and doing all that crazy stuff. Yeah. Since then. Yeah. Just kind of an, an omnipresent yes. like thing for you. Yes. And it's become so put, m- such a part of my life. I don't think I could ever do anything else. Really, yeah. honestly. I've tried. I can't. <laughs> can't do anything only else. only had one skill. <laughs> Um, so what about dance moms specifically? Yeah. So dance moms came out, came out when I was in college Mm -hmm. because it came out in 2011 and that was just like peak college years for me. And I obsessively watched it. (laughs) Well, because it was in that time where reality TV was really just, Mm -hmm. it was really meaty Mm -hmm. and I would watch it on the reg all the time. Yeah. All the time. And so going back and watching these first episodes, I haven't seen them in years. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things I forgot, uh-huh. namely about how young they were when they oh started. My God. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. Especially now because I follow a lot of them on TikTok. Right. And they're yes. like, well, well, like I keep getting ads of um, Maddie, who's in like a, who's in a full on like HBO Max movie that's rated R. And I, every time I see her ad on TikTok, I'm like, oh, she's like an adult now. Right. But well, she, she was, was like just seven in West the West Side show. Story, too. And oh, that's like, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was, yeah. She was, um, she was one like of the Jets girl. One of the, she was, yeah. uh, Riff's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about yes. that. Yes. Yeah, so I like, I saw her. I was like, aren't you supposed to be nine? And yeah. she's not. She's it's not. She's an adult. Strange. Yeah. I know. But, and then like Nia, I follow Nia on TikTok. Yes. Um, and... I'm always, we'll talk about more how I am very team Nia and team Dr. Holly, <laughs> but Dr. Holly. Oh, who doesn't, what a queen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I follow Nia on TikTok. So it's just, and then Jojo, who's obviously, obviously. Later. Yeah. Mm. But Jojo Siwa's career did not, I mean, I think she got famous because of dance bombs, but she's always kind of struck me as someone who was going to be famous no matter what. Truth. She's got star <laughs> quality. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh yeah. If, if she had been, like a local regional person who was doing stuff, she still would have become super, in my opinion, she still would have done Nickelodeon. She still would have been super famous. Like, because yeah, anyway, and we'll get to her later on. Cause I stopped watching. I stopped watching. I think around the time that there's a, there's a girl named Kendall who shows up and then there's another girl whose mom is also named Kathy. I remember I can't remember the child's name. No, I remember. A, and I, I stopped watching. Men. There was an there was another kid named Asia that she had found because she was That's doing. Who Abby it was. was doing her. She was doing like Ultimate World of Dance. Yes, or whatever it was and then called. she found Asia, and then I think That's I stopped watching. That was after when I that. stopped. Yeah. Yes, because it was. It felt. Well, and I was also in high school, and so I was, like, getting kind of right. bored with it, and I was like, whatever. But. Well, and also the thing with all these reality TV shows is, and why the first seasons are somewhat better is that, like, they're just naturally dramatic. Mm-hmm. And so after a while, <laughs> you just have to start giving them more and more things. Right. I mean, honestly, like, the producers are going to find some sort of drama wherever, but then they naturally get people who are – tend to be dramatic anyway Mm -hmm. to add that little extra flair to it true but as the seasons go on you have to find more and more things to be dramatic about true okay cool so before we talk about the episode let's also talk about the pyramid Mm -hmm. of life um it can be three things on the bottom two in the middle one per person at the top um my sister was on here last week and my sister um is a very um 
like rule following person. And so the structure of like, there's two of us and there's only one thing at the top was like very stressful for Is she her. she in any room one? <laughs> yes. Nailed she, it. So she's an attorney. And so like being an Enneagram one is like her, like obviously duh. You know what I mean? Like she needs to know what's right and what's wrong. She loves following rules. She loves to read. She loves things that are black and white. And like my parents have this like, you know, antidote about her where when she was a kid in elementary school, she asked my parents, why do people do things that are wrong if they know they're going to get caught or if they know they're wrong? You know, like that's just how her brain is. So the, the pyramid is a very loose structure for us. You know, we're just talking about trash level things, mid-level things and top tier things. So the amount is irrelevant. It's Got just it. the, you I know. found there's a lot of trash level things these days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm trying not to be too negative. <laughs> No, but, it's fine. But well, what do you it. have for the what do you have for the bottom? Um, well, definitely, I tried to think of other things, but I just cannot get the past that like teaching going on teaching in the third year of a pandemic. Yeah, just is. Can you tilt your mic up towards you? Just a bit? is really terrible. Yeah, totally. And everything else kind of stems off of that. And I love my job, and I have great admin and great students, and my parents are great. Everything's great. Mm -hmm. And it still is just a slog. And it's so much so that it is affecting my physical health. Yeah, totally. I feel like I feel like any sort of traumatic experience is naturally like, of course, it's going to take a health on your body and on your physical health. Um, and like being still being in the middle of this kind of this social moment in this like um scientific moment or lack thereof for some people is very stressful and i think a lot of people have found that that excuse me is the case for them so i don't think you're alone in that at all oh no and that's also like it's comforting but it's also very frustrating at the same time <laughs> yeah. because you're like yeah. if all of us are noticing that this is a problem then why is it not being fixed it's just not being fixed and i think it's because it's a question of fixing the entire system mm -hmm. yeah which is just gonna take time but also that and then we just talked about how gb from tiktok just died oh my gosh oh, man first Rest betty white and now gb yeah gb and me is the tiktok oh. page and it is just fascinating just like a guy and his grandma i know and, and they like remind me of me and my two grandmothers mm -hmm. and my grandmothers are thankfully still here but it's just so sad yeah <sighs> yeah it is sad when when an icon like that oh, or no. someone that you feel like plays an intricate role in your life is or your social media presence is gone <laughs> it's sad no it's so sad anyway so those are my two what's those one of your yours um oh i had something before we started and then i lost it give me just a second it was something that made me mad what doesn't yeah that is an excellent question. <laughs> I should have written these things down and I didn't. That's on me. While Amanda is talking, I will say that Amanda <laughs> and I are two very big Enneagram nerds and it'll come up probably more than once. True. This is the second time it's been mentioned. Yo, my brain is empty. <laughs> Capital E. Empty. I, I've got something. I've got something. Okay. So have you watched the TV show Succession? No, but should I? Okay. So... <laughs> here it is 
I started watching Succession because people on a podcast I listen to, I listen to the Recovering Gleek podcast. Mm. It's recapping Glee. They're everything to me. And the, the people on that podcast were recommending it. And so I was like, oh, I'll, you know, check it out. And my sister was like, you have to watch it. It's so good. Season one is like fine. Season two is immaculate. It's very like well-paced. There's lots going on all the time. There's lots of changes. There's lots of act, not action in the sense of like um, Quentin Tarantino blowing things up, but just like there's lots going on. Uh, there's a, it's a very plot heavy season. I don't know if season three of succession is bad or if I'm too dumb to understand what's going on. Because it's all about, like, finance and, like, the stocks and, like, other straight white man activities. Mm. And I don't know if I'm stupid. And so I don't know what's going on or if it's poorly written. Because everybody loves that show. Or, like, people I see love. I know a lot of people who love that show. And I'm like, I don't... I really enjoyed season two. And the season two finale was so good. It had a big twist. But I have like two episodes left to finish season three. And I'm like, I don't want to watch it. It's boring. I don't know. But it could be boring because I don't understand what's going on. I think I just need somebody to explain it to me. Maybe. And, you know, I have this theory that if season one of a show is pure perfection, Mm -hmm. then the whole the series as a whole is probably going to be trash. Sure. You know, they've got it figured out from the beginning. Yeah. Like, I mean, you look at Dexter. Hmm. Dexter's first season was immaculate, like beautiful. And then the rest of it, I mean, they had a few seasons, Riverdale. But then you look at other shows that take a little bit of time to get on a roll, like Parks and Rec Mm. and And The the Office. Office. Yes, Greg Daniels. Mm -hmm. And are you related? No, we're not. Actually, it's Daniel. See, I'm Daniel and he's Daniels. Dang. And fun fact, Jack Daniels, the whiskey is Daniel because it's comma S. Are you related to Jack Daniel? I don't know. My husband hasn't told me. <laughs> Dang. But he did tell Come me. Come on, Lee. Get on it. <laughs> he did tell me when we got married, be prepared for a lot of people to call you Miss Daniels. Oh, and it's true. And it's true. It's true. <laughs> Dang. Although I did come from Locke, which is L-O-C-K-E. And oh, so true. a lot of people called me Locky. Oh. I know. It was a choice. Well, you know what they say with the literacy rates in, in our state. They are. <laughs> they are, <yep>. they are <laughs> bad. <laughs> truth, truth, yeah. truth. Anyway, so yeah. But I, I just like don't get it. It's mm-hmm. not the, and it's not even that I understand what's going on and I don't get the hype. It's not even that. It's I literally am like, what is going on? These people are freaking out about something that I missed. Mm. I don't understand what's going on so that is that is bottom level of the pyramid to me mainly because it is so confusing that i'm i'm just like i'm checked out i checked out i turned my key in at the front desk i am Mm. checked out i do have two shows for you though that i think you'd really love if you haven't watched them blame on me so the great have you watched that one yet i have not oh girl it is it is about Catherine the grace great and it's a farce oh interesting yes. it's so hard to write a farce and the yeah. costumes are so beautiful i have seen pictures and it you would beautiful. love it it's your type of humor oh, but then also amazing. if you haven't seen mrs america came out I, a while yes ago. i did i saw so a few episodes i didn't i don't think i finished it kate blanchett but, is just yeah just perfection so yeah. good anyway those are your two shows that you can watch to get yes. over your succession it was just like oh i don't know what's going on so <laughs> bottom of the pyramid because i'm dumb i think <laughs> I think that's what it is. Um, what do you have in the middle? That's like fine, but not. Okay. Hear me best. out. Mm-hmm. I'm right. I'm hearing so you. So first of all, mm-hmm. Encanto. And this is why. Oh, wait. Hang on. Is that my dehumidifier that kicked on? Hang on. I'm going to go turn it off. <laughs> 
okay, the air conditioning and the dehumidifier in my apartment are both turned off. Yeah, so we ready. shouldn't take hear two. Any, yeah, we shouldn't hear any of that anymore. Um, what were we talking okay. about? Oh, oh the yes. middle okay, level. Here's yes. my middle. Um, Encanto. And here, hear me out. First of all, I love Encanto. I okay. love that movie. Mm-hmm. I have a child mm-hmm. who also loves that movie. I get it. But the reason why it is mid is because I was not expecting to watch it and have an existential crisis in the middle of it. Can I ask you a, a, a question? Yes, because I go to therapy and I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, which, do, which daughter are you? Uh, Louisa. Well, definitely Louisa with a little bit of Isabella in there. Or sorry, Dang. Isabella. Yeah. Um, but I tell you, I was listening to Surface Pressure and heard those lyrics and is that the one that's like drip, 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 yes yes and it's like Whoa. um yeah. give it to your sister your sister's older oh, yeah. so you have all the heavy things that she can shoulder and you're like dang this song is written about me I was like, <laughs> i'm not yes yes i was like i this is exactly what i always try to articulate and what i've been articulating in therapy mm-hmm. so i told my therapist about it like immediately <laughs> She's like, how was your week? And you're like, I watched Encanto. Have you seen it? Yes. And so I, so that's why it's mid. Mm-hmm. And we've watched it a lot since then. And Service Pressure is my kid's favorite song. And so we have to listen to it <laughs> over and over. He's just like slam dunking on you constantly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh like, my play God. it again, mom. I'm like, like please. I, I can carry the load. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I just, ah. Especially yeah. right now because. I don't know. My family is kind of in crisis right now. And so mm-hmm. it's just everything's everything has like been exacerbated. It's just a lot. So anyway, that's mid for me. But I do love and I do love the movie. And Lin-Manuel Miranda, Miranda, Miranda. <laughs> Miranda is my dude. So yeah. he can do no wrong in my book. I will defend him. Even if I don't agree with him. That makes sense. So we've talked about the Enneagram. So what Enneagram type are you? Oh, I'm a three. You're a three. 112%. Like I'm one of those people that just took the test and they say that you can't rely on the test, but I took the test and Mm -hmm. immediately read it. And I was like, oh yeah. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yep. Get out of my brain. Sure. That makes sense. Mm. Um, Yeah. I watched it in Canto a few weeks ago and sobbed well, within like 15 minutes i was in tears it is really intense so i, I can understand that feeling of like i want to rate this thing higher but at the same time i yeah had an existential crisis as well and the fact it. that like i just have an issue with maribel not getting her own room yeah i mean i understand the whole fact that she is going to be the candle holder for the family mm-hmm. and that was the whole point after abuela like you know, dies, but oh my gosh, give the girl her own room. She's still literally still in the nursery. Like you literally, you literally build houses for other people <laughs> in, in the village. You can make one room, <laughs> one grandma. room for Maribel. Come on. My gosh. Also the most evil Disney grandma we've seen to date. Name one Disney Pixar grandma. Who's meaner than Pi- D- Disney Pixar. Yes. Okay, well, I can't name Disney Pixar. So it's like Mother Gothel doesn't count because she's not a grandma. Good point. Who Good else? Point. Who grandma. else is a mean grandma in Disney? In, oh, in any Disney I, well, I know lore. a lot of mothers, but I guess grandma is a good point. Exactly. Like the grandma from Coco? Lit. Yes. The Carl Fredrickson's Wait, the great grandma or the grandma? Both. Oh, well, yeah. I guess the, the grandma has, she's a little prickly, but Give she's me not, my shoe. she's not evil. Yes. Yeah. She's like, no. go, but go get my sandal. Yeah. <laughs> she's, but she's not, yeah, true. she's not actively true. tearing down her grandchild and true. making her feel oh, Although, was that Pixar? I think Coco? it was just Disney. No, 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 no. Encanto. I think it's just Disney. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Anyway, difference. that's my mid. Yeah. That makes sense. 
Um, my mid is a book that's sitting on my coffee table right now called Reckless Girls. I'm almost done with it. Um, and so I think I went into it expecting something and it being mid-level for me is because I went into it expecting the wrong thing because the inside flap says it's a reimagining of an Agatha Christie novel and it's about people who go to an island. And so I was like, oh, it's it's a reimagining of the book and then there were none because it's a bunch of people on an island together. Um, and it's there are a bunch of people on an island together, but and then there were none like is a, a classic like picking off of people and they're like trying to figure out who the killer is because all like 15 of these people start down or 10 I think is what how it starts because it goes along with the poem and like one by one people start falling and I just kept waiting for that to happen I have like 50 pages left and nobody's died yet and it's like 300 pages and so I was like I I think I went into it expecting the wrong thing maybe it's a reimagining of another Agatha Christie novel but it's the book of the month for the book of the month club which I don't have because I'm not rich but I got it at uh, one of our local bookstores and I was like, oh, the cover. Because let me tell you, cover art really does something for me. Oh, absolutely. And, and it has very vibrant color uh, cover art. And so I was like, oh, it's going to be so – It's and it is like not – not that great it's like i read this book called wildwood whispers and the mm -hmm. cover art is just so awesome mm -hmm. and just pulled me in mm -hmm. and then it took 200 pages to really pick up oh that is that is right grind. and i was like i well i'm committed now i have to finish it and then once it picked up it was <laughs> excellent right but it took a while getting there. Have you read A Court of Thorns and Roses? Have you read that series? No, but people kept keep telling me to read it. And of uh -huh. course, Book Talk tells me all the right. time. Totally. And so I think I'm doing it just to be stubborn now. I think <laughs> it's the sense. Taurus in me. That makes sense. Like, mm, no thanks. <laughs> that makes sense. I know. I'm a Taurus and I'm an Enneagram 3. So I don't know if I can get any more stereotypical. <laughs> True. Well, I'm an 8 and a Leo. So <laughs> my sister's an 8 and a Leo. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I. she's she's. <laughs> wonderful mm -hmm. she's wonderful um i so i read a court of thorns and roses the first one in a week and i'm a very slow reader i don't i just that is just the way of it for me i like reading but i only like reading when i feel like i have a lot of time so like reading a couple chapters before bed sometimes it's not helpful mm. to to me like i don't i feel like i don't have enough time and so it's like what's the point i'll just scroll on my phone for three hours before i sleep you know what i mean so I picked up that book. Well, I got the the first and the second one for Christmas from one of my really good friends and she consumes books and she has, she had been in like a kind of a reading slump the last year and she, you know, was feeling like burnt out on books. Like I can't really find anything I like. So she picked up the first one and she said she, she read it very quickly and she was like, it's so good. It's so good. And so she gave me the first and second because she would not shut up about it. She gave me the first and second one for Christmas and she was like, you have to read them. And so I, when she gave them to me, I had already planned on reading a different book at the beginning of the year. Uh, it was a book called Jesus and John Wayne, How White Evangelicals Fractured a Nation. I've and heard about that book. Something. Were you the one that told me about yes, that book? It is so good. If you're a person in the world and you're interested in learning and, and finding the answer to the question, how did we get here? There it is. The answer to that question mm. is in that oh, book. Oh, and I think it that's, is phenomenal. that's why 
I maybe recommended Mrs. America to you yes. first because we were talking about how we were talking Phyllis about Schlafly yes. contributed to Reagan's nomination, yes. which then led to evangelical Trumpism. True. Yes. And Phyllis Schaff- Schlafly, Schlafly, who knows? She, who cares? Schlafly. She's also, she's also a terrible person. Um, she uh, is mentioned in that book very heavily mm-hmm. in the, it's called Jesus and John Wayne. It is excellent. So I was already reading that. And then my friend recommended a court of thorns and roses. And so I was like, okay, I'll pick it up for her. And it is so good. It was so good that I read the last like 180 pages in a day. And by the time it was over, I was going to get dinner with a friend and in the car, I had to like out loud say like, okay, we are going to talk to a real person. They do not know what's going on in the book. Take some deep breaths. Like I was so hyped about the way it ended. I was in the car, just like calm down. It's okay. It's okay. I'll read it. It I'll is read it. so Done. good. When I finished, the, Dude, it's so good. When I finished, like the seven books on my nightstand. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so yeah, Reckless Girls, and also I, I started reading it because. The author of this book wrote The X-Hex, which was like a really cute, like, like kind of fun. Oh, and you love that book. Yeah, it was really cute. And so I picked this up thinking it was going to be similar, and it's not. So, But I think that part of that is because I went into it thinking it was going to be a reimagining of And Then There mm-hmm. Were None, which is an excellent book. It's a classic. And it's not. So it's in the middle because it would probably be good if I didn't already have that in my brain. What a great life motto, though. Just adjust your expectations it's true Just like keep them low you know <laughs> if you keep your expectations low you can never get hurt it's true right. um okay what is top tier for you okay. in the world so right now? i was gonna say this one thing but then i think mm-hmm. it was a podcast with your sister where you mentioned drew drew uh, Afwalo. Afwalo. yes i love her and i just oh i, I love her and all of the women that she has inspired mm-hmm. to take down these terribly misogynistic men. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually I don't like it when people copy, like take other TikTok creator stuff and make it as their own. But I really, really don't mind this one. So I'm just going to leave that one for last week. And I'm going to say that the marvelous Mrs. Maisel season <gasps> four premiere comes out next month. And I am so excited. You love that franchise. Oh, I, I mean, I love the Paladinos. Right. Like, Gilmore Girls is a comfy sweater to me. Mm-hmm. I just watch it all the time in that. the background. I mean, the characters are now questionable the more and more I, mean, I watch it. They don't really age very well, but it's just like a comfort thing. And sure. so, and the writing style I really jive with and like the weird pop culture references. Mm-hmm. Um the wallpapers in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, the Pyrex dishes, um, the costuming, because mm-hmm. I'm a huge costume. The Yeah, the oh. costuming is beautiful. Yes, yeah. Tony Shalhoub. Like, yeah. oh, I love that show. And I've been waiting so patiently for it to come out again. So I'm really pumped about it. That's nice. Um, my top of the pyramid thing is <laughs> people on... <laughs> This is going to be kind of hard to describe. I'm going to try to do it well. If I'm, if you don't understand what I'm saying, let me know. Um, so you and I grew up in an era where Facebook was like, after MySpace, it was Facebook world for a pretty considerable amount of exactly. time. And then when there was Instagram, it was just like posting pictures. It wasn't right. necessarily, it's not any, it wasn't anywhere near what it is now. And so you and I, unfortunately, have a lot of our most embarrassing moments forever (laughs) imprinted on the internet, right? We have lots of like 
um, oh, what was it called? Um, truth is posts <laughs> where you would like them and then the person would like read you on your and be like, truth is you're really quiet in science. So I think you're kind of cool. Do you remember, XD. Yeah. Do, do you remember when we would finish the statuses like Meredith? Oh, yes. Well, Meredith because it used reading. to be, it used to be like when you would go to the homepage on the, because before smartphones you would have to go to the website and on the website it would say it would have your picture and the next to it it would say amanda my, my last i'm not gonna say my last name is and then you would finish it but then when you posted it it was just whatever you typed it didn't have meredith yes. daniel is in front of it so it was just like eating a bowl of popcorn and watching Gilmore Girls thinking about how crazy life is like it would just have <laughs> that it didn't ever have it was so weird now it's probably says something else I don't know I haven't been on Facebook in forever because too many people I know are racist so I just don't get on Facebook anymore <laughs> it just makes me sad um but anyway so there are there's a certain like subculture of people who are using TikTok the way that middle school amanda used facebook however these people are fully grown adults allow me to elaborate there there is an account who does not have a real username because they just never made one so it's like user and then it's like you know fifteen thousand numbers like after mine. it yeah right right <laughs> um and she works at a target and i'm not and i'm not trying i'm not being rude i don't want this to come across as rude i mean because I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to say this is a bad thing, but she works at Target and she in like the break room will post videos of her singing just like acapella, whatever is the song in her heart. And she's like probably like our age just singing. And she someone she's like comes on TikTok at one point and she's like someone in my car. She's doing like one of those riff challenges and it is not there. It is not the tea, but she's so confident and she's like if you went to high school with me and you you would know i'm in choir and if you knew my choir teacher in high school you would know that that was not very easy and not everybody got to be in choir and she's like uh, again in her 20s probably she looks like our age and it is so it's top level for me because i am so concerned with how i come across on the internet really and truly and the way I come across on the internet is like mild to moderate at most. But like, I am always thinking about like, who's going to see this and what are they going to think? And do I even care if, if somebody sees this and they think something about me, blah, blah, blah. There are just people on the internet who are using TikTok in the most confident 2010 era way. I also came across a TikTok that was a legitimate proposal that was very cringy, but also very empowering it's this it's the intersection of cringe and empowerment mm. that's where we are where it's like what you're doing is really embarrassing but the fact that you don't care is very empowering because if you can be out here looking like this i can post whatever i want to post too and i will sit there and scroll through these people's like once i find someone who's doing this i will scroll through all of their videos and just sit there and be like dang this person is live is empowering me in the marion mm. marion way of like you give other people the permission to do the same like i love it it and it is so funny they crack me up just those people well and also tiktok is full of people who are just craving words of affirmation also true as i've found that everybody just wants some words of affirmation but they just like <laughs> they just yeah. they crave it especially yeah. those um 
those videos where it's the trend and it's on my for you page because theater artsy whatever Mm -hmm. but it's like the role that i went for versus the role that that i got got. yeah and it's but it's the only people who post those are the people who were like like, in the ensemble (laughs) i got i auditioned for sandy (laughs) and i got sandy yeah i auditioned for mrs lovett and i got mrs lovett i hate people like that I see there's one person who who comes across my page every once in a while who has done those a couple of times and it's been like I auditioned for uh, I don't know like Sweeney Todd and I got dad number four and it's like (laughs) but it's like every single time you know what I mean and those are my kind of those are my favorites yes they went for the top and landed on the bottom (laughs) yes probably a girl yeah also (laughs) yeah being honest also because no not it's because of the strong ratio of females to males in theater that's what it is that's what it is that if you're a boy especially in a high school theater setting and you walk into the theater once you're all the leads all four years i (laughs) I remember option posting this meme one time about um it was some theater meme and it was was, um, i love a meme i've uh, the girl said, I have been taking singing lessons oh. and dance lessons since I was four. I'm so blessed to be playing villager number four in Shrek this uh-huh. spring. And then the boy was like, the theater teacher cornered me during Algebra 2 and said I had to play Shrek. Yes. And then my former high school students posted on there, uh, look, this is true. And I was like, no, 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 it is not true. I distinctly remember cornering this dude in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> not after algebra it and it was for footloose so <laughs> so a little different yeah, that's so that's incredible. the disparity <laughs> i love that um you ready to talk about this episode yes this episode we get the very first uh first but not last like n- almost fist fight between a mom and abby and mm. in between two moms so the episode is called stealing the show it came out on august 3rd of 2011 we get the previously on and the this time on whatever um and for the coming up on note i just have this episode's gonna make me ill because we see a <laughs> lot of really insane things happening in like the 10 second period that that's happening it's just yeah so from the from the jump not feeling great i am not doing well in the words of <laughs> bo burnham i'm not doing great we open up on the um the main studio i think it's called studio a where all the kids are sitting and they're talking about last week we're taking a look at the pyramid we're talking about all of our faults in front of our peers super normal stuff um abby is talking up brooke but also is like why were you why was there drama around your hip which i don't understand what the question is how is there drama around an Injury. injury right and also she's what 12 13 yeah and here's the thing she's I ha- yeah, she's here's 13. the thing i had with that is it like i it's kind of twofold for me which as i'm growing older it's not as simple for me and clear cut the whole abby way abby acts mm-hmm. the more the older i get mm-hmm. but like she Brooke should tell her mom 100 percent. Mm-hmm. but she also does abby has a point she needs to tell abby yeah if like, there's something going down i need to know yes exactly i need to know what's going down if you're hurt i need to know like please tell your mom that's your mom but you also need to tell me and you also need to advocate for yourself especially right as brooke is 13 years old mm-hmm. she's old enough to stick up for herself yes. at this point yeah so in getting to the the pyramid which is still not a pyramid uh because it is it's gonna drive me nuts until we get to the tape on the mirrors yes. it's gonna drive me nuts um <clears throat> 
Brooke is on the top, which is very exciting. And very rare. Yeah, very yeah, oh, yeah, very rare. Um, Brooke's like, it feels good to be at the top of the pyramid, but also I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> which I just loved, like the combination of both of those. <laughs> I feel really good, but also like I don't really care. We have a lot of extremes in this episode too, like yes. that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, and then Brooke, so then Maddie and Chloe are on the bottom, and the rest of the peons are on the bottom. Yeah, Maddie and Chloe Maddie in the middle. middle. Yeah, sorry, yes. they're in the middle, and then everybody else is on the bottom. Which is also very rare that Maddie and Chloe are equal. right next to each other. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Abby phrases this in such a strange way where she says that Brooke, Maddie, and Chloe are getting solos this week at the competition. And then she says, I don't know what to do with the rest of the four of you. You're lazy. You're stupid. You're ugly. Whatever she says. I blacked out. And then she's <laughs> like, everybody's getting a solo. And I was like, I was very confused because I thought we were talking about how all these kids are terrible. And now they all have solos. It was it was just a weird, like, why don't you just say everybody gets a solo? She, she said that the first three did. And then she, like, crapped all over the other four. And then was like, also, you guys get solos. I was like, why didn't you just <laughs> say everybody you got your first solos? Yeah, it was so stupid. Um, they're going to a competi- competition called On Stage New York, held in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so glamorous. Yeah, uh, which is just so, I get it. I understand why they're saying, like, for marketing reasons, that they're saying it's New York when it's Pittsburgh. But it was just so funny that they kept being like, we're going to On Stage New York, 30 minutes down the road in Pittsburgh. I also love how they take a big bus. <laughs> they take a bus 30 minutes down the road. <laughs> so stupid. But we're... We had to get on a bus because we have to make Kathy upset, which we're going to get to in a second. Um, let's see. Kathy, you know, everybody's getting a solo, which means Vivi's getting a solo. Kathy mm. already knows that Vivi's going to have to do the B solo, which she was supposed to do last week. But then Kathy's, you know, switched around and did something shady and she didn't. So Kathy's like, I know she's going to have to do it again this week. And I don't want her to because she's going to feel uncomfortable. Kathy does something shady. Shocking. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. That's like lots of thoughts about Vivi Kathy. does not want to dance. Kathy. She openly says to her <laughs> mom, I don't want to dance anymore. And her and Kathy goes, shh, shh, shh. Let's, just, let's try it again. <laughs> like, are you not going to take a minute? And also, this is, <sighs> so I forget. Stupid. I'm sorry I'm jumping ahead a, no, like, okay. in, in the seasons, but I forget one of the things I you know, after not watching this for so long, I forget that this is actually before Kathy's candy apple. So Kathy right um, now has her, she has the candy apples dance center. Right. It's before the show started yes, showing it. Later on, we will see her in her, ele- in her own space. Which also I'm very confused as to why she's coming to Abby. I mean, so, I know they, they address it. No, they don't. Sort of. But yeah. I'm like, what's no. your ulterior motive? Like she keeps yeah. talking about, that. we have other reasons. <laughs> what's your other reason, Gabby? <laughs> Say it out loud. Are you, like yes. trying to infiltrate it? So we're five days out. Abby says that she enjoys working with students one-on-one, gives them, you know, experience, whatever. Maddie is going to redo a solo that she's already done this year called Cry. It's a solo that we're going to see a bunch of times. Um, but she's also doing a tap solo. So she's got two. And that's going to be the source of animosity for the majority of the episode. So that's kind of this. We get a first blip right now in this five days out. And I think also four days out, we get to see like every student go in with Abby and it just for like maybe a minute. And then we cut to another kid. So we see them constantly or we see them pretty um, close together. So we see Maddie just for a minute. 
And then Kathy, we see Kathy working by herself with Vivi and she's just mad. She's mad this whole episode. Kathy says that Vivi doesn't want to do the solo or doesn't feel comfortable. And Vivi like stops after she's done dancing. Kathy's like, that was fine. Let's do it again. Let's work it again. And Vivi just like kind of does that little kid thing where she just like gets kind of sad. She's like, I don't want to dance anymore. No, she clearly doesn't want to be there. No. And, like, and Kathy's Kathy, like, do it again. She's not talking about, I don't want to do this dance anymore. She's saying, I don't want to dance do, to do anymore. Dance. Yeah, I don't and want to. I do not blame the kid. If I had a mom like that, girl, I, oh, I cannot imagine being smothered by my mom. No, and it just way. gave me flashbacks to when I played sports once upon a time, and I was a very big softball player. Mm-hmm. And my parents were super – my dad was my coach, and my mom was super knowledgeable. They're a very athletic family. They're very into sports. And they would just, like, be waiting at the dugout for me to tell me everything I did wrong. That's tough. And, yes, which I think is a reason why I chose to do theater because they have no clue what they're talking about. Um, sure. And they don't like they just enjoy it. They're like, oh, that was good. And I'm like, great, perfect. But they don't know That's the energy about, like, I know. What goes into it or no. what it looks like if it's no, bad. No, no. So it just yeah. that that was like, ooh, flashback. Ooh, yeah. gosh, ooh, Kathy. Ooh. <sighs> yeah. Um, so then we cut to Paige. She's doing a solo for the first time. She says she's nervous. We keep hearing this, uh, we hear this language a lot from a lot of different people about when you're on stage and it's a solo, you are by yourself. And if you mess up, there's no one else. We keep hearing that, not just from Paige. We do hear from Paige in this moment, but we also hear it from Abby. We hear it from the other kids that are like, I'm scared. I'm by myself. If I mess up, there's, or if I forget what's going on, I don't have anybody else to hide behind. It's just me out there. Right, which is odd to me because I would think that if you mess up in a group number, it would stand out more right if you're by right. yourself there's nothing to compare it to exactly so who knows if but i'm also that. not a dancer so right. <laughs> so it's and i'm also knows. not speaking of people talking about stuff they don't know anything exactly about. Yeah. so i can't say but it's just a lot of pressure and you can tell very early on that this is a very high pressure studio mm-hmm. where the expectations are very high and it's just set up that way yeah yeah um, then the moms go out to dinner with each other while the kids are at the studio. Oh, the dinner. Did you clock what Kathy ordered to drink? A Pepsi. A regular Pepsi. Pepsi. She's she, a Pepsi queen. I have written Kathy orders regular Pepsi <laughs> and she cannot be trusted. <laughs> who? Who? If you don't have Coke, I want water. <laughs> I Is Pepsi okay? It absolutely isn't. If you don't have a Coca-Cola product, I would rather drink tap water or like a no. dr pepper at least yes they always got dr pepper she orders a regular a pepsi a, maybe not a sweet tea because they're in a northern state so they don't have sweet tea psychopath like, cannot be trusted. whatever a regular coke oh, i mean regular, regular pepsi, pepsi. <laughs> disgusting so then they're all talking about the competition from last week how do we feel Christy brings up the fact that Kathy pieced out early and she's like, well, they was too. And Kathy's like, it was so far away. And they were like, well, you didn't ride the bus girl. You could have ridden the bus and it wouldn't have been, you didn't have to drive all that way. But she was like, I don't do this for, I don't do buses. She keeps saying that. So oh, yeah. freaking annoying. Um, Kathy said she's in this for a different reason and that she's, she's probably going to leave early from every other competition. No, I mean like what reason is she? She's so rude. I what? cannot. I know. Maybe it's my southern sensibility. And this but is like, a perfect mm. example of how clearly Lifetime just 
casts people who are naturally <laughs> more dramatic and yep. messy and willing to She's go messy. there. Mm-hmm. Because this episode is Man. full of unreliable narrators, number one. That is the truth. <laughs> like, she's just so – I know. She's just so rude. Gosh, so she's so and – then, And then she makes it a point to mention Christy's drinking. I have that – she's counting Christy's drinks. Yes, which is – She goes, a, oh, my God, are you driving? Yes, and it's a thing we're going to see throughout the whole series of Dance yes. Bombs is Christy's – Drinking, drinking but it starts so early yeah it's really off-putting too no oh i like your necklace oh yeah she's <laughs> like i don't really care about the kids that are in this except for my child i'm only in it for me and my kid and i don't really care about y'all but also i love your necklace it's like okay on one what? hand kathy i totally understand the fact that you want to go home after your child dances especially they all after want a long to go day. home everyone wants to go home but no I one else is doing that. it but that is not the point right of the team right the point of a team is not to do something for yourself. Exactly. Stupid. Which this whole, this may be jumping ahead a little bit, You're but good. this also, it's just so weird because they're a team, but they're also competing individually. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of gray areas because sometimes they're like, you're in it for the, you got to be in it for the team. But then in other points they're like, but I don't like my child doesn't get this. My child doesn't get this. And they want their kid to be individual. It's just mm-hmm. a lot of, of contradicting which right. is very interesting to me also sorry if you can hear my cat in the background with her little bell she just decided to show up hey baby it's the first time i've seen do you her. have any thoughts she no. does not <laughs> brain empty no thoughts i'm sure she has many thoughts she's just not going to share them with you because she's a cat and you're human. <laughs> um kathy doesn't she openly says i don't want to be a part of the team I am waiting, watching the other kids dance, and I'm looking at the clock and thinking of all the things I could be doing instead of this, including shopping. Shopping, right. She's so annoying. Um, and then, yeah, the thing about at the end, when we cut away from this, right before we cut away, Kathy is counting Christie's drinks and says, oh, my God, are you driving? Which, listen, if you are with somebody and there is a genuine concern about drinking and driving, there is a time and place for that kind of conversation. That interaction is not the tea. She could have pulled her as- if that was a legitimate concern, she could have pulled her aside and said, you know, like, are you good to drive home? Or like, do you need me to call you a cab? Or something like that. But she didn't. She says it very flippantly and to deflect off of all of the mean things she's just said. Because then it wouldn't be drama. It, well, yeah. And I think Kathy, I think Kathy is the one that she doesn't need a battery put in her back to do something stupid. No. She's just going to do something gonna stupid do all the time. She's going to do it yeah. and say whatever she wants. So she drives me nuts. She makes for good TV, but she's so annoying. <laughs> I know. Um, so then we cut to Brooke solo. She Or her rehearsal. Um, she says, I like to dance, but I like to hang out with my friends more. And Classic, <laughs> classic middle school <laughs> she's answer. She's 13, yeah. Yes, Sweet classic 7th, 8th grade answer. Mm-hmm um nia you know we cut to see nia she's really sweet she's working really hard she's struggling with like the finer points of technique like um the way she's landing out of her jumps is is not the the way to do it straight legs like those kinds of technique things that you know you really have to get down in order to do anything like she kind of struggles with those but that's okay she's seven (laughs) you're right and abby does say she says something along the lines of it's my job it's my job to give them good technique and it's mm-hmm. my job to stay on them mm-hmm. and i get that sure i get that sure also like as She's i'm getting as i'm getting older i agree with some of the things that abby says this may be a little controversial do i agree with the way she goes about them no 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 still no 
Yeah. But I also like understand it from a, from a teacher's perspective that runs a program. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Mackenzie, we see her next. She's rehearsing at a certain point. She's on the floor doing a, like some sort of move. And then she just kind of stops. And then she just lays down and she starts crying because she forgot what comes oh, next. No. She's so small. She's so little. She's I forget so how little, little she is. And then Abby's like, suck it up. I don't want to see those tears. That's <laughs> the first time we hear that. It, we are, we will only hear that statement exclusively for the next however many episodes the show has yes. like we hear that constantly and then we cut to mckenzie she says i don't really like to dance all i want to do is stay home and eat chips i wrote that down to you i would need Same. that on a t-shirt i also would like to stay That's home my and favorite eat chips. quote of the whole episode <laughs> It's just so small. I just know. Chips. I just forget how tiny because she's the youngest. Mm-hmm. So she's got to be like five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the let me let me fact check this really quick because I know Chloe and Maddie are nine. Mackenzie is six. Six. Yeah, she's a baby, baby, baby. See, she is my child's age, and I cannot mm-hmm. imagine my yeah. child doing something like that. Yeah. Um, so then we leave Mackenzie. We're back out to dinner with the moms. Kathy is still screaming. She says the difference is that she's a colleague and there's a difference between her and the rest. I am Abby's, which we heard that all of last week. I'm Abby's colleague. Things are just different. I'm Abby's colleague. And the moms are looking at her like with all of the feelings on their face of like, is this, is she serious? Is she really talking like this? Um, oh, she's charging me double. Oh yeah. She's probably charging me more <laughs> for what, what do you talk? You think she has like a, like a normal person rate and then dance. <laughs> you think she has like a normie rate and then like a dance teacher. Rate? Anything, she would about? give you a discount. Like right. all the people I know, like because you're a fellow dance teacher. So stupid. My gosh. Um, and then it cuts to a talking head of Melissa and she says she just doesn't care about for Kathy's like she doesn't care that Kathy's being rude she's like she's just being honest like I just, what no she, she is okay this is my thought as someone who is naturally inclined towards bluntness right we've no, yes we've discussed really? this I'm an eight it being beating her on the bush has been an acquired skill for me mm. I understand people who say I'm just being honest I get that I hear you I see you in that place I have also found myself saying that multiple times However, you can be honest and have tact. You can exactly. do both. You can, you could, what she could have said is something to the effect of, you know, at, at, in my previous experience, we haven't always been a dance team in the same way that this team is. So I'm not really interested in all these team aspects because it's not something that comes very naturally to me. And I also live further away than you all do. And so I want to take into consideration the time we leave to get home you know, the amount of schoolwork Vivi has to do, you know, stuff like, you know, and say whatever else is on her mind and what's whatever else is on her plate and say, so because of those reasons, that's why, you know, I'm not necessarily stoked on the idea of riding the bus with y'all and being stuck to y'all's schedule. Yeah. That makes sense. That's not what she says though. No. What she says is, I don't want to do that. Oh, great. Awesome. You don't have to be a bulldozer to be an honest person. No, it's so so stupid but this is also coming from me where honesty is is i mean saying what's on my mind is hard Mm -hmm. honesty is not sure (laughs) especially saying what's on my mind at the expense of other people's feelings Mm -hmm. i was thinking about it and if i had a parent like kathy it would Mm -hmm. take one it would take out of the out of the parents that you work with just or or just like no 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 
I guess both, but I'm talking about the, like yes. if I was if I had a program mm-hmm. and I yes. had a parent like Kathy, mm-hmm. I would probably act like Abby does sometimes because yeah. Abby needs to be super. This is how it's going to be to deal with some of those mm-hmm. attitudes. I would have stopped taking the checks after last week. After she got on, she complained the whole week, got on the bus and was an, or got, wouldn't ride the bus. She was a nightmare. She switched her child. So I would have been like, all right, this is a business. You are not welcome at the business anymore. Goodbye. Well, especially her undermining off. her so authority because she's the dance teacher at the end of the day. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, Abby, Abby not Kathy. Is, yeah. In this moment, yes. Yes. Um, so now we're four days out. We see Chloe rehearsing. She is a beautiful porcelain ballerina. She's I am team so Chloe, well. I love Chloe all the way. Thelma and Louise. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yes. But they're Bonnie the and Clyde. Like they're Joker and Harley Quinn <laughs> level of like toxic, but they're BFFs. Christy and Kelly are like huffing each other's fumes. You know what I mean? They're mm. whipping each other out of shape. Um, and Kathy's just sitting there listening, which I think is so sly. Um, and Kathy goes in to kind of talk to Melissa for a second because Melissa's working at the front desk. So it's Kathy and Melissa at the front desk, Kelly and Christy upstairs in the observation room. And we'll come to find out because Holly's a principal. She's not always there like the other moms. And that'll be a point of contention later on. Um, then we see Vivi working on the Bumblebee dance. And Kathy's like, well, if that's what Abby wants to do. I will reimburse her for her time, but I'm going to pull her. I'm going to pull Vivi. <laughs> I love how she walks in and the first thing she says is, what do we have here? Or yeah, what she's, are well, we she's wearing doing? her costume, the Bumblebee costume. <laughs> yes. What are we wearing? What are we doing? What's going on? And then, so she comes in and then Abby tells Vivi like, oh, let's show your mom what you've been working on. And she pulls her over and she says, okay, Vivi, now your mom doesn't have any faith in you. <laughs> so we need to show her that she's wrong. <laughs> what? what that child is so young and you're like your mom thinks you suck like are I mean, you kidding truth. me i mean i mean true truth but like spoken, dang, but yeah that is a lot to tell a child um, i know poor vivi that's just what i wrote poor like, one poor out for vivi tonight vivi. I, she's so precious and she clearly just does not want to be there <laughs> and she's uh, we'll talk about that later but also what enneagram number do you think abby is do we have enough to well, first of all, you can't enneagram number somebody else. That's somebody like carnal else. rule number That's one. True. But we're gonna <laughs> but hypothesize. I think Abby at her core is a two, and I I know a two. I'm related to a two. I'm not gonna say who it is because I don't want to put them on blast like that. But I am related to a two. It's not Neely, <laughs> and <laughs> the two in my life loves to help people. Obviously, that's the hallmark of their type. But I know that twos can become very manipulative with the help and they want to be recognized for the help. I want to feel appreciated because I'm helping your daughter. And if you don't appreciate me, you can go somewhere else. Mm, but what if she's a three with a wing or two. two? Yeah. Yeah. I think she could be one of the other three wing two or two. Cause she's three. very concerned about yeah. appearance. Yes. And success and success. Yes. yes. Yeah. Which we're going to talk more about as of the episode. And not looking like, if somebody messed up it's not her fault it's right. the kid's fault or somebody else's fault yeah i think she's, she's got spinning too oh yeah 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 kathy and abby are having this conversation in the lobby now about kathy going on the trips 
And Kathy's like, I don't want to ride the bus and do field trips. I just like, that's just not really me, you know? Yeah. And every, every time Abby says something, she's like, yeah, Abby, I don't think we're going to do that. Yeah. That's not, we're not really, you're, I'm going to get the address of where we're going and I'll meet you there. Or no, Abby said, or uh, she goes, Can, you're going to send me the address of where we're going and I'll meet and you there. Goes, and Abby you can goes, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> you can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Which also, I think twos can push out into an eight in an uh, in being yeah they unhealthy. go into unhealthy. Yep. yep. So she she yeah. yeah. Anyway, and but then Kathy says something that in 2011 has a very different. Well, she says what is now a dog whistle, <laughs> right? But at, in 20, oh, your phone. <laughs> um. Yeah, Kathy says something that is now a dog whistle, but in 2011 was just the way people spoke. She goes, "Um, this is America," and. And I'm like, I'm going to cut you off right there. <laughs> nope. If you start with this, with the, if you start the thought with, well, this is a, I'm going to stop you right there, killer. I, I don't want to hear what the rest of that sentence is. But what she says is, well, we live in America and I feel like I'm in prison because I have to ride the bus. <laughs> Which we can theorize <laughs> what Kathy is up to today based on current events and her ideologies from 2011 but that's not dude. quite fair she could have changed dude and who amongst us hasn't changed exactly right? i get it for like, the better or worse that is tough <laughs> this is america i feel like i'm in a prison <laughs> Because I'm having to ride this charter bus. I know to it's not even a school bus. It is a no. It is nice a Greyhound bus. bus in the same city. Thirty minutes. I can't. I can't, Meredith. I literally. Well, can't. and the whole idea Ugh. is like, and I get it. It's like a team is a team. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean, like, and she even says, "What is this? Like the Olympics?" Oh yeah. yeah. Are I we mean, an Olympic team? Do we have no? To like you together? just no. you just enter as a team because yes. number one, it's. It's about camaraderie because all sorts of bonding happens on a bus, like that traveling to truth. places. That is the truth. And number two, <clears throat> you make a grand entrance as a team because it makes a statement. And it's a logistical concern, yes. too, because you can't check in until everybody gets there. So it's like, we're all riding the bus. We're all here together. Now we can check in because... As we'll see later on, Ka uh, Kathy and Vivi show up an hour late and they can't check in until they get there. So any so anyway, but she says that line about we live in America. Um, don't care what what the rest of that sentence is. <laughs> I don't care. You can just stop talking. <laughs> um. So now it's three days before everybody goes over to Chrissy's house for mm. lunch. Um. They start talking, except for Kathy. Lol. They start talking. <laughs> they, they invited they, her once, and they say never again. Like, never again. Uh, this time without Kathy. Yeah. Well, um, they want to. Chrissy wants to talk about Kathy. Yes, they immediately start talking about how much they don't like Kathy, except for Melissa because Melissa's whatever. Um, Christy, now this is the first time we're going to hear about this. It will not be the last. Mm. Christy asks Melissa the, to pull one of Maddie's extra solos. She How says do you she feel has about to that? pull one of them. I feel that if this is a legitimate concern from Christy, Melissa's not the person to take it up with because Melissa did not pick the solos. I Melissa agree. did not say my child has two solos this week. Abby did. So if you have an issue with the two solos being given, you should take it up with the giver, not the receiver. Exactly. And also it's it's unfair, that's a stupid argument. At, at in my opinion. A certain level. In my opinion, she's a moron. Is, I'm just kidding. This is we're talking about a nine year old child. So like yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. like for like why? it's not fair to ask Melissa to drop her solo. It's just not. I mean, it is for also the 
The fact that Maddie gets two solos is also a little questionable and sure. can be a complex discussion. And we never get the full story. There's no, no way this is because all it's an unreliable narrator. It's reality TV. Melissa's like she always has two solos every week. Because what I would see, what I would do, is the way Abby explains it is that she has she takes a standing tap private, mm-hmm. which is why she gets one tap solo a year mm-hmm. in addition to her other one. Mm-hmm. So. What I would do if I wanted to make it equitable, knowing that equity and equality are two very different things. Correct. I would have her perform her tap solo and that is her solo. Right. If you want to make it equitable among all the girls having one solo. But that's what I would do. But also, Christy, while your point is valid, you're going at it the wrong way. Yeah. I Yeah, I agree. Holly also pipes up at this luncheon and she asks Melissa why she won't pull a solo, which is interesting because Holly does not strike me as a person who would get caught up in, in this Mm-mm. specific argument. Holly's going to get, Holly has feelings and she has opinions, right. but about this specifically, it was surprising to me that Holly, and she doesn't like belabor the point. She just no. says like, well, why wouldn't you? And I'm like, Oh, Holly, what are you talking? Yeah. Are you in this now? It's very strange. Um, yeah, Melissa explains that she gets the tap solo. She's, But she explains it again in a very weird way. She says she's a talking head to the camera. She says, Maddie has a standing tap private lesson every week. So Maddie is going to get a, a tap solo in this competition. And also Abby's going to give her an extra. <laughs> and you're like, wait, 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 wait. I'm not concerned about the genre of the solo. That's not up for debate. Why does she have cry too? That's the debate. You know what I mean? But the way she explains it, I understand why one of them is tap. I don't understand why, yes. why she is too. It's just very strange the way she explains unless it. it. Unless because they're in Pittsburgh and she wants to look good in front of all her people, she can put her best dancer in her best routine. Correct. And then Melissa says that if things were the opposite and Chloe had two, that Melissa would not want uh, Christy to pull one of Chloe's, which I think is an interesting claim and melissa later on in the episode says my daughter doesn't need special favors to win she wins by herself woof yeah woof mm. that says a lot you know what I mean? it says a lot by saying not that many words well and also it like rubs off on maddie because of maddie's oh, talking maddie's like, heads in this episode yeah yes I win constantly i don't ever lose she's like i'm better at so i'm better at solos which i she yes. i think as a child that black and white attitude of like i have more trophies i have more shiny things right. i am better makes sense but again you can be honest while still having tact melissa it is possible to do both and maddie's only nine so it's yes our job to teach, to teach our yep, children teach her that lesson absolutely so we get to a day before the competition Melissa says that she quote does the music because she works at the front desk. I don't know if maybe this whole music thing is so confusing because it's the day before the the show. Paige has never heard her competition music, her solo music before. She's never heard it. They've just been rehearsing and designing her solo with counts with the five, six and sevens and eights. That's it. So Melissa does the music. I don't know if she's like ripping a song off of LimeWire and downloading it to an iPod. It looks iPod exactly like, that's what it was because she, she had those doing? CDs. Yes. And because I, I pointed them out, like, it. look at those CDs. Yeah. And then she's burning the song onto the CD. But I think she, you know, you have to make a cut. So she's cutting yeah. the song and then burning it on the CD. But because it sounds like Melissa works 
at the studio yes, as like an does. admin assistant to help pay for lessons Correct. for Maddie McKenzie. And to secure that extra private for Maddie. And yes. also to get in good with Abby. Right. Because she strikes me as that type of mom. She is. Who. I can confidently who, say without ever having met her, she was that mom in Who expects favors and good graces because she does a favor for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of this to say that there's a lot of tension because Paige has never heard her music before and Kelly's upset because Melissa's doing it and just seems to Kelly I think it just all seems too coincidental right that Melissa's daughter also has two solos and that Paige has never gotten her music because uh, Maddie's mom is doing it you know it's just like things are just like you know looking kind of it's shady. just an awkward just place shady. to yeah. put people in yeah I agree um and then the moms are upset that Abby is teaching other classes, which is so weird. She's like, I can't believe she's maintaining her teaching schedule. It's the night before a competition. She has other classes. I don't know. It's not like she's playing them. I don't think she planned them just for this week. If it's an acro class, that's five hours long. Also, why is it an acro also, class five I, hours I long? I think that was said hyperbolically, but also I wouldn't put it past Abby to actually have a five-hour Well, hour I know that like, I know that there are dance classes during the weeks that can be four hours long. But that's when you're working on competition stuff. So I guess if you if you grew up dancing or you currently dance, maybe you can help us Mm -hmm. put some shed some light onto this. Send me an email. But it just doesn't seem. But also, if this is your competition team, it doesn't. It feels like you would spend the night before the competition preparing, especially if the kids have not prepared enough. That is the main point of contention because most of these students have only run their solos like twice. And so Maddie's at an unfair advantage because she's already done cry before this lyrical solo. She's already done it. And she got to do the tap solo in her standing tap private. So I, that that's the concern is that she's already got all the time in the world. Exactly. Um, And that's perfect. A perfect example of equity is not equitable because Maddie is gets more time. Right. And she doesn't need as much time as the other girls do. Right. Yeah. Um, so Kelly, there. So Kelly and Christy, and I believe Holly, were all sitting in the observation room. Um, Kelly's mad. Kelly's ready to go. She's ready to pick a fight. She's ready to cause drama. She's ready to go. And Christy's right there behind and her. Christy's like, I'm right there with you, girly. Um, so she goes like, I'm gonna go down and talk to Abby. Um, so then they go down and they actually talk to Melissa, and they like bully Melissa, like, "Where's my music? Give me my iPod or whatever." And Melissa's like, "I'm working on the music. It's downloading." Or like. Why are you guys mad at me? Why are you picking on me? Like, you need to pull a solo. Yeah, they're like, they're just going at it. And so Melissa's like, I'm done. And so she gets up and she goes into Studio A and she goes up to Abby in the middle of this acro class with way more than just the dance mom's kids. There are a ton of kids in that room taking this acro class. She storms in and she's like, all these other moms are bullying me. And it just makes me feel bad. And then she leaves and goes back to the desk. It's it is so it's she goes, I'm, done. I'm done i'm moment. done i'm done she goes back yeah. um dr holly in her talking head notes that melissa has a proclivity to deflecting mm. she says melissa's coping mechanism is deflection whenever she feels that someone's calling her out she wants to talk about something else to take the pressure off of her and classic like, oh, avoidance what, what a sip of ice water dr holly is <laughs> yes. in this moment coming you know, in like, clutch i love you, dr. dr holly, holly um melissa calls moms the b word she mm. says that to them a lot mm. um the moms are 
they're just mad because they just don't feel like there's enough time. That's, that's what this comes down to. There's not enough time for everybody to get what they think is the equitable share of time, right? Maddie needs an hour. Nia may need three or four. So you can't say that everybody got equal treatment when everybody got an hour. Some kids need more than an hour. They do. So and, I mean, it's, not the, it's not fair. All of these concerns are legitimate concerns. Absolutely. They just were not handled in the best way. Also, absolutely. Also, I remembered what my, bot- what my bottom of the pyramid thing is going to be. <laughs> what was it going to be? So I forgot to mention this. Melissa is walking to see Maddie do cry. Maddie's backstage. Melissa is walking with her other daughter, Mackenzie, to go sit and watch. Christy is like following her down the lobby of whatever high school this is in yelling at her melissa melissa so bizarre and she's like what and she's saying what to her over her shoulder as they're walking in to go watch her daughter dance and then christy stops and kelly just materializes out of (laughs) nowhere she just shows up and then she goes she heard her cries well i guess she's really gonna do it she's really gonna let her do two solos and kelly goes oh is she doing the second dance like kelly forgot that was a yes. problem you know what i mean she's like, it's like of course she's oh, not gonna yeah. pull her <laughs> seconds before she yeah. dances <laughs> yeah of course that has Duh. already been decided Duh. that you should have understood that that was the reality that after y'all had lunch duh she wasn't gonna pull it um yeah so weird so then chloe she has a little hiccup but she's fine christy makes herself feel worse about the whole thing because she's just she's just double doubling down on what she thinks right i knew this was going to be this way abby always does this chloe's never gotten this melissa is always like this you know she's just like hunkering down which sets us up for awards time Chloe gets fourth overall, which I'm sure is very good. I'm sure there were a lot of people there. It looked like a lot of people on the stage getting awards. Um, Maddie gets first place and some money. I can't remember what the $75 check. Ooh, that's a lot of money. Yes. Um, And so then Melissa turns around to Christy, who's sitting behind her in the seats and says, Maddie's undefeated. Aren't you so happy? I know my jaw hit the floor. That's a passive aggression. And let me tell you, I I that is that's kind of my I'm a little passive aggressive, especially because I hold in my emotion, my true emotions, and I don't let them out. And so it comes off as passive aggressive. And so I get this, but I'm like, girl, what are you doing? You just had an argument with her. Like even the most um non-confrontational person knows when to not start a fight. You know what I mean? It's not that Christy didn't say to her, oh, great, now Maddie's undefeated. And then Melissa was like, yeah, and what about it? That's not what happened. Christy was sitting behind her minding her own business. And Melissa turned around and was like, oh, my gosh, she's undefeated. undefeated. Aren't you so happy? Did she mean that Maddie was undefeated? Yes. Or Because she just said undefeated. So it's Maddie, Maddie or the like the, the, the company. Maddie. Maddie. Yeah. Maddie's undefeated. Oh, my gosh. That, Ugh. Oh. <sighs> Disgusting. Christy is upset, of course, and in her talking head, she says, I'm upset and I don't want to talk about it. And then she walks away in, and then, in the interview. Moment. And then she talks about it. And then more. she talks about it. Yeah. Which I love. Can I tell you? Yes. There's nothing I love more <laughs> than someone who's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then it's like, I just like, I just really don't want to talk about it. Don't ask me. I really don't want to talk. Like, just talk about it. Like, okay, just say <laughs> it. it. It's okay um, if you still want to talk about it. So, yeah, it's fine. We'll still think you're cool. Just talk about it um christy walks up to abby and is like abby i think we need to talk in the hallway and abby goes nope you are not gonna ruin this day for me (laughs) which 
what and what also day? she says that to melissa that? as well when yeah, they're watching this for you yes and they're holding hands oh, melissa and abby are holding yeah. hands yeah, so i forgot about that so christy says so melissa turns around says to christy chloe's undefeated or maddie's undefeated aren't you so happy and she goes and christy goes not really and so then melissa turns around and she goes oh unbelievable holds abby's hand and then abby's like then Abby not goes, gonna- do not let her ruin this day for you for us for us and you're like <laughs> <laughs> for us yeah so also weird. i was really upset they didn't show a group dance no they didn't do one this week because they all had because they all had solos yeah so then after this hand-holding confrontation which was very strange then that's when Christy starts to confront people. And what I wish they would do is make these confrontations a little bit longer because I need a little bit more buildup because it seems like Christy's coming out of nowhere. And I don't think she is. No. I do think Christy's misguided. I don't think this was as sudden as the editors want us to think it is. Um, she walks up to Abby. Abby will not talk to her. They're back into wh- whatever classroom they're in to change and to pack up their things and go home. And Abby picks up a wine bottle from seemingly nowhere off of a table and says, why is this here? In the most upset, dis- I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed Again way. with Christy's Again drinking. Again with the shaming of the drinking. When I don't think Christy, uh, up until this point, we have no evidence to believe Christy right. has a drinking problem. No. And I don't know if we ever do get evidence of that. She drinks, but she d- she's not falling over drunk she's not missing appointments she she's drinks not- some wine she a mom and yeah it's fine like get off her back it's so so i annoying. know it's so it's just such a and also it's front of the children yes this whole fight is in front, in front of, of the, the children yeah and of course they're crying because they're being traumatized <laughs> yeah so then so Mo- Melissa will also not talk to Christy and Christy's just spiraling at this point, right? She's just trying to reach out and grab whoever will fight her at this point. Um, she gets really close to Melissa's face. Mackenzie and Maddie are sobbing. Of course they are. Someone's yelling at their mom and their, her, their mom is yelling at somebody. It's very stressful. Abby and Christy are screaming in each other's faces. Dr. Holly does not condone. She thinks that Christy is a little misguided. Um, and then Abby calls Christy uneducated i know and tells her to stop drinking uneducated when were we talking about people's gpas what are we talking about like uneducated, she uneducated about the situation like that was a very like, weird comment i know uneducated. she's rude what uneducated. else did she say to you it's not worth the money <laughs> oh i oh, pay you a lot yes. of money which is my number Ooh, that's what Chris i hate that phrase i hate I pay when, you when the parents are like i am a paying customer for this and, and you're like, gonna <laughs> listen to me and Abby says, there's not enough money to make me want to talk to you right now. <laughs> Again, <laughs> Christy, you have valid points. Yeah. Not the time. Girl, not the forum. Not the time. Yeah. And so we have this this moment that is very dramatic, very full of tense. The first you know, huge, big dramatic moment we've yes. seen in the season thus it won't far. Won't be the last, but it is oh, the first. No. Yes. Um, and they're only going to get worse. Um, lots of screaming, some children crying shuffling them out of the room whatever whatever and then the camera just like <laughs> slides over to kathy who is still there for an unexplained reason i thought she was leaving after vivi was done she's she still here she smelled the drama that, that's what it is and the camera pans over to her and she's ho- like she's got bundles of costumes and suitcases and she goes how did i get stuck here, stuck here. <laughs> and that's, that's the, the end that's the, the end of the episode, episode. 
Oh my so gosh. How did I get stupid? That? So the two <laughs> biggest quotes we have from this episode are all I'm gonna do is stay home and eat chips. Mm-hmm. Really and how cool. did I get stuck here? Yeah. Yeah. With <laughs> both thoughts, I think constantly both very yes. relatable thoughts exactly i want to be home eating chips and why am i here do you have any other thoughts about the episode that we didn't get to talk about no i think we covered about everything it just makes me really sad for the kids mm-hmm. and also i'm like do do they have good therapists i'm sure that now that this is available for streaming that if they have watched it, they have been like, oh, I should probably go unpack this with somebody. Mm. I also this really affected me. It affected still, me as a viewer. Right. Are you kidding I me? I still <laughs> love as well after all these years that I am so strongly still team Dr. Holly and Nia. She is the North Star. She never changes <sighs> I just, in this show. And on TikTok now, her. because Dr. Holly is on some of Nia's TikToks, mm-hmm. just quality just quality just a mom you know just quality and i just Mm -hmm. really appreciate that and also just team chloe team chloe yeah i'm glad my opinions on those things have not changed thank you (laughs) for inviting me on this podcast oh my gosh of course i'm glad that you said yes to this yes i love (laughs) me some dance moms it's so it's just such an interesting show it's interesting that it was even allowed to be on network television you know oh absolutely well and this was also at the time at the time of toddlers and tiaras which i also watched yes yes they were at this around the same time and honey boo boo yes which honey boo boo came from yes from toddlers and tiaras and And toddlers and tiaras was on tlc and this was on lifetime so i think they were kind of rivaling each other Mm. for like that's that sweet spot i was on tlc i told you that right yes you did tell me you were on tlc (laughs) what what show were you on say yes to the dress atlanta dang that's cool that's uh, my fun fact were you just like there being like oh i love this one no i picked out my dress <gasps> wait what yes are you serious yes, you were like an episode, an episode. Yes. <gasps> are you yes, lying i'm not lying. are you pulling my leg i'm not pulling your leg that is I, so I really was. it was a cool. whim I was, a, I was a baby 21-year-old mm. saying... I'm going to have to scour just, the internet and find your episode. Oh, girl, I will. yes. I will. It's great. That's insane. I mean, I, I mean, it's a little, like, weird now because I don't talk to my dad anymore. And it oh, was like there? the... It was like the whole crux of the episode um, was a very po- in a very positive light. There was no drama in my episode. But, like, yeah. So... Also coming at this from like an edited standpoint and how much they edit things Mm -hmm. to put a spin on it and like questions they ask you and, and all that. I'm just like, Oh, okay. I get it. Okay. So to wrap it up, do you have a, what is a song that you would like to see be a routine on dance moms? Mm, Got it. Okay. So this is not an original idea. This was actually told to me by a friend who is a dance teacher Mm-hmm. But um, there's this movie called Captain Fantastic with Viggo Mortensen in it. And in it, they play an acoustic version of Sweet Child of Mine. And it is <gasps> fabulous. Play, it for play you. a little bit. She's got a smile that is seems to me. Reminds me of childhood memories where everything was as fresh as the bright blue sky you get a little acoustic yes and i love it that is really nice yes 
So then about a minute into the song, it really kicks it into a a faster tempo. You add a little harmonica in there. Mm. It's beautiful. I love a good harmonica, honestly. Mm. I I love a good uh, like acapella. Yeah. Like a nice remix of this, something that's acapella. Well, and or also acoustic. like spoken word dances. Sure. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> so yeah. So good. Modern stuff. Mm. Lots of flexed feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I think it would be really nice to see a male female duo of uh to the song All Too Well. Taylor's version <gasps> of All Too Well. Yes. Of course, Taylor's version only. Gotta be Taylor's to version. Just do the whole not the not the 10 minute version, but like to do the Taylor's version of the original cut, a guy and a girl, and like and pass out cards at the beginning to be like, all right, you'll win a free dance class if you can name all of the red flags <laughs> <laughs> exhibited by this man. All the wrong <laughs> things he does. Tell us what it is. Put your name in a fishbowl, and we'll draw out a winner to see who can get a free private. I think that would oh, be awesome. Yes. <laughs> that would be everything. We'd love to hear it. Meredith, do you have any social media or any other projects that you would like to plug? Nothing. I'm so boring. <laughs> do not find her. Do not contact. No, do not lose the number. Cut do the line. Do not slide into the DMs. <laughs> she is We're married good. with a child. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of The Pyramid. We'll be back next week with another episode. Um, all of the social media stuff is in the bumper. I'm also going to put up a link tree sometime this week. Um, on the Instagram page so that you can find the email, you can find my anchor account, you can find all the different things. There is a TikTok page in the works. I accidentally, well, not accidentally, I stupidly changed my personal TikTok to be the account TikTok. And then I thought, that's stupid. It's going to ruin my algorithm because I'm going to be talking about dance moms all the time. But then I realized that you can't change your username more than once every 30 days. (laughs) So... I think I have another week (laughs) to wait it out before I can make another account and change my username back to what it was. Anyway, all that to say, there's a TikTok account coming. Um, Leave a voicemail on anchor.fm slash pyramid pod. All the things. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to The Pyramid. You can find us on Instagram at The Pyramid Pod, on anchor.fm slash pyramid pod, or email us at thepyramidpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to rate and leave a review. And if you know somebody who might enjoy this podcast, let them know.